It's fantasy time. Uh, yeah, we're talking fantasy sports, not dear penthouse. But don't worry, winning your league is way better than porn. This is fantasy hockey time with Dean Millard. Can you dig it? Presented by Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports. Can you dig it? Get in the game where you own the game. Joe own the Chiefs. Owns. 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 Hello there and welcome to another edition of Fantasy Hockey Time presented by Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports. We are broadcasting on the Ultimate Fantasy Sports Network and I'm here to help you win your league and and at the very least uh, we will try to make it better uh, than what it is with some rules recommendations and uh, we do start things off uh, in one particular way and that's by asking you the question of the day. This is a serious message. Peace and love. Peace and love. Who has been the biggest disappointment in your fantasy hockey season so far? We'd love to hear from you. And I did throw this out on uh, Twitter and uh, got some really interesting and uh, some not surprising. Uh, Taylor Hall, without a doubt, would have dropped him, but I'm waiting to see if he's traded. That's very smart, actually. You can get something out of him. Down the stretch, when he's traded, I'm sure he's going to be traded. And at least you salvage something. This is an interesting one, and, and I'm kind of siding with this one a little bit. It says, got to be Jakob Markstrom. To be fair, he did start out relatively solid, but ever since coming back from injury, his best outings have been average, while his worst have been absolutely dreadful. I know Calgary as a team are a bit psychotic to begin with, but he sure isn't helping. That's from Dan Smith. Uh, Jeffrey Aid says uh, Taylor Hall. Uh, KSK uh, says Patrick Line, and it's not even close. Uh, and then Ontario Molmes says Eichel, and it's not even close. Second is Carey Price. Trevor Duell pointing out Braden Point and uh, a gif of Taylor Hall. Mark Matthew Kachuk uh, getting a, vo- a vote as well uh, from uh, at Mark Holmes 1326. Uh, so a varied uh, responses to that one you can chime in on twitter at duck millard that's where you can find the question and uh, you can have your say about uh, who has been the biggest disappointment this year on your fantasy hockey team big thanks to our title sponsor ultimate franchise fantasy sports it is the most realistic and high stakes fantasy platform the ultimate fantasy hockey league which is the NHL version under the fantasy sports platform, mimics just about everything about the NHL. It has a scouting program, a prize pool over $50,000, an expansion franchise was recently auctioned off for 10000 U.S. because it's not just a fantasy hockey team full of fantasy hockey players. UFFS is on the Zillica blockchain. So they aren't just fantasy players you're drafting. They are NFTs, digital assets. And this is growing. Right now, there is the UFHL, the UFAHL, covering off the American Hockey League. The Ultimate Fantasy Golf Association was recently announced. And just on Sunday, 
Basketball is on the way, baby. The Ultimate Fantasy Basketball Association just announced Sunday. So get in the game where you own the game. Follow them at UFF Sports and check out UFS Network on Twitter for more information. So much cool stuff is going on. Uh, Basketball on the way, as uh, mentioned and uh, more sports very soon as, uh, you know, we are giving utility to NFTs. It's not just a video or a collectible. It's actually something gameplay that you can use that's going to go up in value. Here's the lineup as we run through the show. We'll get to three and a half stars of the week, our top three and an honorable mention. Five lineup decisions. The MASH 4077 unit, who's out, who's uh, on the way back from the lineup. A bold prediction about a goaltender. Fantasy Island will see me voting someone off and somebody on Fantasy Island. Uh, My beef will be about uh, quitters, and we'll tell you some uh, rules and rules of fantasy engagement so that we can hopefully make your league better. So how is it that you get in touch with me? You talking to me? You talking to me? You talking to me? Who the hell else are you talking to? You talking to me? Well, I'm the only one here. Yes, I am the only one in the uh, marsh right now here just outside of Edmonton. So if you want to get in touch with me, hit me up on Twitter at DuckMillart. You can also email me, fantasyhockeytimepod at gmail.com. Give a follow to at UFS Network, and you can email UFSN at UFFSports.com and check out the website fantasyhockeytime.com. Uh, and you can check out on past episodes and a whole lot more. All right, let's drop the puck and get going. Game on! All right, so uh, as we get going in the uh, opening face-off, uh, we're going to talk about uh, three lineup or three and a half stars uh, of the week, rather, um, as the um, the week has wrapped up and there's been. Uh, some interesting stories and uh, some really scary stories as well. So this is what we're going with for three and a half stars. Uh, the honorable mention, Jacob Chikrin had a great Sunday night scoring all three goals, including the overtime winner for the Arizona Coyotes. So, you know, slight tip of the cap to him. But Kale McCarr was really good. A goal and four assists uh, for five points in four games. He was plus eight. He had 13 shots on goal pair of power play points, and also a game-winning goal. And all those things uh, get bonus points. And remember, last week, one of the lineup decisions was start as many avalanche as you can. And uh, there was a few of them uh, that were really, really good. So the third star is Nathan McKinnon for me. Uh, Three goals, four assists for seven points in four games. He had 14 penalty minutes because he got a 10-minute misconduct. And those add up. He had some power play points, 21 shots on goal. Nathan McKinnon twice in the last week had seven shot games. Uh, so that's, that's if you, if you have Nathan McKinnon, it's, you know, a guy that just fires the puck all the time. You know, it's like having one of the leading stolen base leaders in baseball, and you're going to win that category a lot just because of him. And, and he helped out this week in penalty minutes when he threw his helmet. So that boosts stats as well. 
Speaking of boosting stats, Martin Jones is the second star. A 4-0 week, a perfect week. 113 saves on 120 shots and a shutout. A 9-42 goals or save percentage and a 1.71 goals against average. And basically, single-handedly, again, in the Sharks back in the playoff race, four straight wins. And now they're battling the Coyotes and the Blues and teams like that to get into the playoff race. Top four teams in each division making the playoffs. And the first star is Brad Marchand. Five goals, two assists in just three games. Very, very impressive output for I guess you could call him the little ball of hate. I know Ray Ferraro has that nickname, but in today's game, that would probably be Brad Marchant. Just uh, three games, as mentioned. He also had eight penalty minutes, and that's something you can usually count on with Brad Marchant. He's a terrific fantasy player because he fills out so many different categories, uh, whether it's points, which he gets a lot of, penalty minutes. Uh, He had two power play points. He's obviously on the first power play unit, racked up 13 shots. Um, I always think it would be cool to have bonuses for hat-tricks in certain leagues, depending on how serious your league is. Uh, But he did, uh, in fact, have a hat-trick the other night. So uh, the first star in uh, that situation, I'm going with uh, Brad Marchant um, as uh, the uh, first star. All right, uh, we are going to get into... Five lineup decisions uh, now as we uh, roll along on the program. And um, the first lineup decision is uh, a guy coming back uh, from an injury. And it's Jason Zucker of the Pittsburgh Penguins. He had seven points in his first 17 games, which is uh, wasn't great uh, before getting hurt in February. And he comes back now to a Penguins lineup that doesn't have Malkin, that doesn't have Kapanen, and he's now getting second-line time, and he has one point in his first three games back. So he's on just 33% of the rosters in CBS, and this is a guy who people might have forgotten about because he's been out so long. So take a look at Jason Zucker in your leagues. Um, if you, if you, you know, there, There's an opportunity here for Zucker with some guys out to get on a bit of a roll as he comes back. You probably couldn't ask for a better situation for Jason Zucker if you do have him on your fantasy team to get him in the lineup uh, because he's going to get ice time that normally guys like Malkin and uh, Kasperi Kapanen would be getting. Jonas Doinskoy, I told you about the Avalanche last week. Uh, I'm not normally huge on third-line guys unless it's a deep, deep league like the UFHL where we mimic everything about the NHL. But with Donskoy and the Avs, there are a lot of points to spread around right now. And he also gets power play time with the top units sometimes as well. So he's scoring at .75 points per game uh, as a pace right now, which would be over 60 points in a full season. He has been silent the last couple of games, but 15 points over his last 12, including a hat-trick versus the Coyotes last week. And he's on just 54% of the team's in Yahoo. Uh, I just put in a, a waiver claim. I'll tell you more about that a little bit later because I think this is a guy that you can count on. You know, he's not obviously getting a point every night, but he is going to be consistently getting points, especially when he's on that top power play unit in Colorado. Jared McCann, another penguin on this list, quietly putting up uh, almost 0.7 points per game. So just under uh, the pace of Donskoy. And in his last six games, he has seven points. So four of them goals, if you get bonus, extra bonus points for that. Uh, And just like uh, Zucker, 
he's benefiting from the fact that Malkin is not there because he is centering the Penguins' second line without Evgeny Malkin. So if you do have an open spot or you got somebody that's, uh, you know, struggling and, you you know, you really want to do something different because you're not really sure, this might be a guy who's uh, worth picking up. Uh, he seems to be a bit of a streaky guy, so hopefully he stays hot for you and he's on just 20% of the rosters in CBS. So also a guy, if you have injury problems, here's a guy who is producing right now that uh, you can plug in. And then if he stops producing, you can go out and find another guy as well. All right, number four on this list is Robbie Fabry. He is getting some hype for being on the top line in Detroit, but I'm not terribly excited. Uh, and and since he's getting ink, he's gone three straight games without a point. So like the Sabres, I'd probably avoid a lot of the Red Wings right now. But if you have room and you're in a dynasty league or, or uh, you know, some sort of league where you're signing contracts, I, I don't think Robbie Fabry is going to be a keeper for you, depending on how many you have. Uh, but if you're in a dynasty league where you can sign contracts or you can have large keeper lists, Robbie Fabry is a guy that you could be stashing on your roster right now, depending on if you're in a, in a rebuild. Um, I don't know how much uh, he's going to be worth down the stretch as far as teams that are you know trying to make the playoffs. But if you are a team that uh, is, you know, not going to make the playoffs. And and this guy's available. He could be a guy to watch. He's only 25 years old. The Red Wings will get better soon, very soon, I think, with Steve Eiserman running the show. So kind of a more of a long-term lineup decision uh, with this one. I would be, you know, I'm, in, in most of my leagues, I'm, I'm contending in the playoffs. So, But if I wasn't, I would be looking at stashing this guy on a roster and you know, trying to pick him up, and you could probably get him cheap from some team depending on what their situation is. And Adam Bolkvist, already looking good on the blue line. The first-round pick from 2018 is playing alongside Duncan Keith in Chicago on the top pairing. They're still managing his minutes in Chicago. I think the most he's played is... Uh, uh, just over 22, but he's still getting a, a healthy amount of minutes uh, for a for a young, uh, um, basically a rookie player, and he might be getting tired at this point because his his uh, point uh, totals have tallied off, but he's still averaging half a point per game. And while he might not be a huge help this year, who knows? Maybe he gets hot and picks up some points. Uh, he does provide some depth down the stretch. Uh, in CBS, he's on 44% of the rosters. And on one of the, the uh, leagues I'm in where he is owned, he's in the minor league system. But uh, this is a guy, like I talked about Robbie Fabry before. With Robbie Fabry, Fabry rather, I'm not sure he's going to help a whole lot this year. He might get a little bit streaky. Bokvist could help a little bit this year. The Hawks are a team that can, can generate a lot of points. He could be an injury replacement, but he is certainly a guy that is available. Another guy like Fabry uh, that is probably uh, worth uh, stashing on your lineup at uh, some point. So there we go. Five lineup decisions. Uh, Zucker is back from injury. Jonas Donskoy providing offense from the third line in the power play. Uh, Jared McCann quietly filling in for Evgeny Malkin. Fabry and Bokvist as guys to stash on your roster for the future. Is but a scratch. A scratch? Your arm's off. No, it isn't. Well, what's that then? I've heard worse. You've got no arms left. Yes, I have. Look! Just a flesh wound. What are you going to do? Bleed on me? I'm invincible! All right, as we get into the MASH 4077 unit, uh, talking about players who are on the shelf and uh, players who are on their way back. And, uh, you know, before we go any further with this, uh, just a, a scary and awful situation going on right now with the Vancouver Canucks. 
double-digit players uh, impacted by this and family members now, and some of them fairly serious. You know, the, you, you first hear about this and you think, oh, they're going to cancel the games, and how's that going to impact the rest of the teams as they try to make their playoff positions? And then you realize how serious it is, and you're like, wow, this is this is no longer a hockey situation. This is a life-threatening uh, situation. So, you know, hopefully everybody is able to make through this uh, and, and, you know, they can nip this in the bud, certainly, so, so more people don't get impacted. Uh, you know, whether the Canucks come back and play hockey this year is, is irrelevant. It's now more of a human concern and making sure that, you know, this doesn't happen. And I, I just... I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna see full ballparks in in Texas, and uh, I'm I'm a little bit worried about what's gonna happen. So certainly, I'm I'm you know obviously everybody is concerned for what's happening uh, with the uh, the Vancouver Canucks, and all the best to them. Uh, Tuka Rask has been out for a while now, and this is getting really concerning. Is an upper body injury. He was placed on injured reserve on Saturday, but it's believed that this is a back injury, and those things they can linger. Uh, this is getting a little bit scary for Bruins fans and fantasy GMs who are counting on Rask uh, and the, the Bruins themselves as they need him for a playoff run. Weekly leagues are going to have to make a tough choice tonight. It would be great if it was announced uh, today that he's back and he's eligible to return anytime because he, you know, he's uh, served enough time on the IR. Daily leagues, you obviously have uh, a lot more flexibility. I unfortunately have him in a, in a weekly league, so... Uh, hopefully, I'll hear good news, and he'll be able to start tonight. Ryan Getzlaff has an upper body injury, left Friday's game with the Coyotes, and uh, didn't skate on Saturday, didn't play on Sunday. The uh, Ducks face the Sharks on Tuesday for their next action, so be aware of that. Ricard Raquel, also an upper body injury, missed uh, Sunday night, hasn't played since last Sunday, March 28th, versus the Blues. Brandon Carlo, another guy who's had some tough luck, uh, missed most of last month after the high hit from Tom Wilson, of which Wilson was suspended for. Now he's out with an upper body injury, and they're saying week to week in Boston. The only good news is that uh, the Bruins have said it's not a concussion, as uh, the uh, the first injury was a head injury. Matt Zuccarello uh, lo- has a lower body injury. He was injured last Thursday, didn't play Saturday. The Wild take on the Avalanche starting tonight, just under a point per game. Uh, is Zuccarello for the Wild, who are fighting for the division lead with the Avalanche and the Golden Knights, so they could seriously uh, use him back in the lineup. And Eric Stahl has been in COVID protocol since being traded uh, to the uh, Montreal Canadiens. He is expected to make his Habs debut. That was the word uh, that he would play against the Oilers. Uh, Obviously, you might want to wait a little bit uh, just to see how uh, he actually kind of does fit in with the Montreal Canadiens. But some guys uh, start off pretty hot and uh, play on a little bit of adrenaline. So uh, start Eric Stahl if he's in the lineup at your peril. All right, we're going to get into bold predictions and Fantasy Island when we come back. This is Fantasy Hockey Time with Dean Millard. Fantasy Hockey Time is part of the Ultimate Fantasy Sports Network, your one-stop fantasy sports shop. We're building something all fantasy fans will love, and we are looking for quality programming to join us. Reach out if you are interested in being part of the rotation. 
whether you have a daily, weekly, or even monthly show, if it's about fantasy sports, we would love to chat. Follow at UFF Sports, at UFH League, and at UFS Network to find out more information on how you can own the game. And in this case, I guess you could own the broadcast as well. Hear me now and believe this later. Prediction? Yes, prediction. Pain. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. We want to pump you up. All right, here is my bold prediction. Feel free to make your own. Tweet at me at Duck Millard and let me know what your bold prediction is for this week in fantasy hockey. Uh, I'm going with the flower, Marc-Andre Fleury. Marc-Andre Fleury is going to have a 3-0 and week. He's going to have a 45-save game, and he's going to have a shutout. Not saying that the 45-save game is going to be a shutout, but he will blank somebody in there. Vegas has lost three in a row now, and uh, I'm thinking uh, that the uh, that the flower, I think the flower is going to be able to get uh, the Vegas Golden Knights out of this uh, little bit of a slump that they uh, are obviously in as uh, they try to uh, win that division. So that's my bold prediction. Would love to hear from you. The uh, Vegas Golden Knights play the Blues and the Coyotes this week. What is your bold prediction uh, when it comes to the National Hockey League? Welcome, Fantasy Island. All right, time to vote. Wendell is cut. Rudy is cut. Janie, you're gone. Steven, I like your hustle. Get him a uniform. Congratulations. The rest of you made the team. <sighs> Except you, you, and you. All right. Homer cutting everybody. One of the uh, funnier episodes. Uh, here's what I have going on with uh, Fantasy Island this week. I mentioned Jonas Donskoy earlier uh i've actually went out and made a claim uh on him in my yahoo league because the that avalanche power play is just uh, too appealing and i want to be able to pick up some of those bonus points so i voted Jonas donskoy onto fantasy island and uh to make room i voted damon severson off of uh fantasy island um I'm going with the guy with the avalanche as they uh, producing more points and um, I have enough depth. And, and in that league, there's always defensemen uh, lying around if I need to uh, plug one in. But I, I think the avalanche are a team that uh, I'd be just rolling as many guys as I can. Brandon Saad, Donskoy, uh, obviously the the big three and, and some of the defensemen are, are no-brainers as we talked about Kale McCarr uh, earlier. But that's what I'm going with on Fantasy Island. Donskoy on, uh, Severson off right now this is fantasy hockey time with dean millard when you pull on that jersey you represent yourself and your teammates and a name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back All right, well, Fantasy Hockey Time is presented by Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports. It is the most realistic fantasy platform around. 
in every way. The Ultimate Fantasy Hockey League mimics just about everything when it comes to the National Hockey League. There's a scouting program. There are playoff head-to-head series after a draft where you pluck from the non-playoff teams. Uh, it is uh, it is just simply unbelievable, and it gets uh, it just it just gets better and better every time. Uh, you think that this league can't get any better, they start up a golf league that is going to be unbelievable. And then they launch basketball, the UFBA. Man, this is awesome. And because we are on the Zillica blockchain, the best in the business, these aren't just hockey players. They are digital assets. They are NFTs that you can build, bid on. You can trade. You can build your team, your scouting platform. With UFFS, you own the game. So get in the game. Uh, give them a follow on Twitter. Follow them at UFF Sports, at UFH League and at UFS Network to find out more information on how you can own the game. Am I hot? Yeah, I'm hot. You're some bull crap. I'm your huckleberry. Well, we're waiting. That's a crock of crap. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Boy, that escalated quickly. All right, uh, each week we try to give you a uh, fantasy beef, and uh, by all means, vent away about your fantasy league. Love to hear the good things and the things that aren't so great when it comes to fantasy because we can all try and improve our league. Here, here's what I don't like. I, I, what I don't like is that I'm taking my net and going home. I'm, I'm quitting the league because I don't like this ruling or how this is going. I mean, like, if you don't want to be in a fantasy league, that's fine. Quit at the end of the season. No, wait till it's over. Be respectful about it. Explain why you're leaving and then then do it. Don't throw a tantrum and just leave the league because something isn't going well. Um, that, that that has happened in, in a few different leagues that I've been in. I mean, it's fantasy. You know, there are there are really high stakes fantasy leagues like the ultimate fantasy or ultimate franchise fantasy sports. In the UFHL, our prize pool is over fifty thousand dollars. Like that's that's high stakes. An expansion franchise just told for ten thousand dollars US because these are NFTs. That's high stakes. If you're playing in a hundred dollar fantasy league, you're gonna get that mad. You're gonna create that much stress. Come on, man. That is that's just that's just not cool. Child, please. So anyway, I, I people gotta be a, a little bit more, you know, conscious of their surroundings and what league they're in before they start. Uh, in my opinion kind of uh, throwing like a, a tantrum like a five-year-old. And and by all means, I'm not saying that you, you shouldn't, uh, you know, make things aware or make your voice heard. But, you know, when you, when you and, and this is, I'm referring to a specific situation in a different league, it's just, uh, just gross. And then, you know, then when that person does leave, then the rest of the people aren't that disappointed because, you know, it's, it just hasn't been a very good time. So be professional, be an adult. Don't take your net and go home like a five-year-old. If you are going to leave a league, do it at the end of the season in a respectful way. Um, you know, because for most people, playing fantasy isn't a full-time job. Commissioners, uh, you know, they get abused all the time. So just be respectful of uh, the people that are running your league. And uh, I think your life will be a whole lot better as well. All right, let's make your league a whole lot better right now. 
spooky. This is not nom. This is bowling. There are rules. I don't think it taints it. What'd you talk about, mister? All you have to do is follow three simple rules. I'm just giving you one rule right now, and that is... And Jamie Thomas and I talked about this when we were doing Fantasy Fun Time. It was just a, an all-fantasy show as opposed to just the hockey show. And, and he, him and I were talking about this possible rule. Is, you know, like everybody has trade deadlines. Last week was our, our trade deadline in, in hockey. Um, what if you had a trade deadline at the end of the like regular season? What if you could trade the entire regular season and the trade deadline is the start of the playoffs? Then there's no more trades. Maybe you could do still do waiver claims in the playoffs because the guys get injured and things like that. But no trade deadline during the regular season. The trade deadline is the end of the regular season. Do you know how many more teams would stay in it? You would have less sellers. You would have more teams involved. Uh, and then, you know, the, the before that final week, if a team does fall out, then they can become a seller. But it would just create so much more excitement. It's actually something I'm going to suggest uh, as, a, as a rule in our baseball league uh, next year uh, in the in the off season because you probably you shouldn't make any rule changes during the season. Uh, that's for sure, unless it's absolutely necessary because something loophole guy has figured something out or gal has figured something out. So that's what I'm going with. Is uh, how about having a trade deadline at the end of the regular season, and then everybody is involved in the season for a whole lot longer. All right, that means it is time to wrap things up on another episode of Fantasy Hockey Time. If you'd like to get a hold of me and uh, get in touch and become a sponsor, fantasyhockeytimepod at gmail.com, or if you just have a question or something like that, anything like that, just let me know. Of course, as I mentioned, Fantasy Hockey Time is a part of Ultimate Fantasy Sports Network. UFSN is your one-stop fantasy shop. Give them a follow on Twitter at UFS Network. Find UFSN on YouTube. And if you have a fantasy sports show, hit us up. We would love to chat. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, We have a a jam-packed week on UFSN. Two-minute Tuesday with Darren Bates. Tracking the draft with Craig Button on Wednesday. And I'll be back with UFHL now on Friday, taking a look at the best fantasy hockey league that there is. Thank you so much for joining me on the program today, trying to help you win your league, or at the very least, make it better. Big thanks to Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports as the title sponsor of this program. We'll chat with you later this week on Tracking the Draft with Craig Button. Have a great week in fantasy.